Hello everybody and welcome to our third episode of Confessions of a Letting Agent podcast. Um, from high demand we are now on our third subject which we have decided to talk today. Another exciting sub- subject following on from, um, what did we talk about last time Gemma? The, the first one was all the legal. Legal. So we've done legals. Side. Yes. We've done the lettings update with yes. Marie. And today we're going to talk about inventories, checkouts, and inspections. Yeah. Okay. And this is quite a big subject. We've also got, so sorry to introduce everybody, we've got Gemma and Paul. Paul and Gemma, do you want to introduce yourselves, please? Yeah, my name's Paul. I'm the senior inventory clerk at here at my, my property books. And hi, my name's Gemma and I head up the tenancy management team. Thank you. So we've got two um, experts here um, and Gemma, again, you know, she's been, is it 15 years, Gemma, in the industry now? Yeah. And Paul, tell us a little bit about about your background. So I think before you joined us, you've been here two years now? Two, yeah, the 1st of October. Where were you before? Just remind, were you in Dutch? Just remind, talk us through what you used to do. I was previously working for a letting agent in Sunderland. I um, was a student, started as a student caretaker in 2014. Yeah. I worked my way up to a maintenance manager. Okay. But continuing to look after the students. And how many students? There was a, it was a big portfolio, wasn't it? It was big, there. yeah. We had two, was 200 and, 210 rooms. 210 rooms. Wow. Yeah. So I guess you've seen it all. What happens with students? <laughs> I've seen everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> well, I used to be a student myself, and um, you know, from setting off the fire extinguisher, that used to be a two hundred pound fine actually, in our building. And you were the guy that used to come around shouting at us, saying, "Don't do that. You got two hundred good bill tomorrow. Are you getting kicked out?" Yeah, well, it's one of those where don't upset, don't upset the caretaker. Don't upset the caretaker. Yeah, because like what that. happens is, um, you know, students like to have a night out. Yeah, you know, and you've previously upset the caretaker, so he, you've gone out for your student night out. You've come home. You've rolled in about four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they're all tucked up in bed. The caretaker comes around about eight a.m. and <laughs> sets the fire alarms off. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my student house um, in, in Sheffield, Sheffield Hallam, and uh, it was the worst worst house well I've ever stayed in I remember it raining and the basement used to fill up with water and it used to it used to cut the power and we always <laughs> used to um, and we'd have lamps on because actually all the all the, the lights in the, in, the, in, the, in the building would go off so we'd, all the, only the sockets would work and we used to literally dare each other whose turn was to go down and put rubber gloves on <laughs> I mean it's laughable now but at the time it was like serious and the landlord just yeah I'll have to dig up his name and, and try and <laughs> find out what that was. But yeah, it was a disaster. But that, that's student properties. Right, so, and, and you did that for a lot of years, didn't you, Paul? I did. I was there for about five years. Yeah, five years. Um, so we've got quite a bit of experience and, and we're going to talk some funny stories, but some quite serious ones as well. So we'll, we'll start off with inventories. Now, me and Gemma touched briefly in the legal um, the legal uh, podcast about yes. inventories and the importance of yeah. them because it's the cliche it's typical landlord that says why would I have an inventory yeah. I've got nothing in the property absolutely yeah there's no furniture in there I don't, I don't need an inventory but you do because the colours of the walls the floors the condition of them the lights there's, there's so much even in an empty property that you need to have a really good inventory because that will depend on the deposit at the end of That's the tenancy. Right. And it's not just like um, even listing the items, is it? It's actually listing. So I remember years ago being on, on a course and someone says, if you just put washing machine, that you could have a, hot, a brand new yes. top of the range hot point, 
the tenant could move that out, put a broken one that he's just found down mm. the script yard in, and actually, as far as the inventory's done, he's satisfied that because he's left yes. the washing machine yeah. there. So it's not just. No, it has say. to be make, work and condition. If it's clean, what it's like inside, mm. pictures of it. Three photographs I'd want me take is the drawer, the door, and the full washing machine. Include the name, the brand. Um, so oh, on each item? On each item, yeah. Really? I include the name of the brand. Yeah. You can always have the model number on the front. You can always type that in as well. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I do, I, you know, I have seen our inventories now, and I've never seen so many pictures and how thorough yeah. they are. Yeah. But um, pictures are actually, you know, the, the best the best about your pictures is they must be taken in landscape because, you know, they give a better they give a better focus on them. And the more pictures you take, the better. You know, right, of course. I've seen previous, in, uh, previous inventories where, you know, being been taken and there's maybe you know, 10 photographs of the house yeah and realistically you know when i do when i do inventories you know there's not less than 100 okay and it's not just the photographs is it is it is it also you're right about it as Des- well yeah right, description, description. So yeah depends whether they're new you know used you know if they've been damaged you know it, it works both in favor for the landlord and for the tenant yeah you know, so what i said before what can't speak can't lie yeah that's it exactly and um and again, it's about detail as well. I know from from past experience, and, and obviously Jim will know this as well. The more detail you put in the inventories, the better. Um, but I remember years ago, and, and I might be wrong on this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Video video inventory starting to come out, but I don't think they've ever actually been. No, they've never. I, no, never been that successful. No, successful. Because no. I remember, I always remember a solicitor or, or, or a judge telling me that. They're not going to sit through like a sixty-minute yeah. video yeah. to try and find out one stain That's on the carpet right, in the corner of the room. Yeah, because basically, you know, when you are putting in a dispute, which we'll come to in in a little while, yeah, um, they will go to the, the actual room that you are speaking about. They'll want to yeah. see it needs to be clear. Yeah. They won't take yeah. time, like yeah. you say, going through Correct. it all. Yeah. They want to be. It needs yeah. to be clear and, and obviously, you know, yeah. be able to go through it quite. They want to just see it in black and white. Absolutely, and, um, yeah. yeah. Years ago, and before, you know, before photographs came in, you know, everything used to be written. Yeah, handwritten. You know, yeah. you go to the property, you write it down, then type it up. So it was in black and white, but you know, there was never any photographic evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas okay. now, you know, you got the modern time, modern students, yeah. you know, modern tenants, you know, even them themselves. They 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 take the time to inspect the property. Yeah. You know, so everything's got to be correct. Especially, you know, as Gemma said, when we get to disputes for that purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, another mistake, again, correct me if I'm wrong here, is sometimes landlords can make is where they turn around and say, I've got a lot of pictures on my phone and they've got no... If, if, if they've if got, got no signed document, yeah, then they've it's got, not got no chance. No, no, no it has chance. to be signed by the tenant. It has to be signed. It has to be dated. Um, so, yeah, if you've got no if you've got no signed inventory, you, then, won't, then, you won't have a leg to stand on. Definitely. It has to be witnessed. Yeah. And, um, and and Paul, when you do this, what do you advise? So you know, do gardens go on there? Do lofts go on there? What is the sort of what if, if someone doesn't? If this is a new landlord that's listening now and they're doing inventory for the first time, you know, what rooms do they need to do and, and how how thorough do they need to go into the detail? Really, every room, every room, every room. You don't leave nothing unturned. Okay. Every garden, every shed. Yeah, okay. down to the last screw in the wall. Yeah, you know everything has to be listed. Yeah, but I guess depending on the landlord, they're not going to start detailing how many flowers are in the in the in the. No, you've got your picture, haven't you? Got yeah. your picture, you got your picture. So it's going to be a rough. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously you know your lofts. Yeah, you know depending on the height and depending on the access. Yeah. You know there's. Yeah. It's sometimes it is good to get up there. You know because sometimes previous tenants still leave a lot of things yeah. behind. Yeah. And new tenants moving in don't want don't want that in there. Yeah. You know we had one recently where a tenant moved in. Um. 
and the lock was locked down so nobody could get in yeah they opened it up what happened yeah. it was full right okay fair enough yeah and but i've got a feeling actually and again correct me if i'm wrong is i don't think the tenant tenants are officially allowed to go in lofts are they without is it on, it's on the control accident it, purposes it used to yeah that's right because obviously if it isn't if the <clears throat> loft isn't boarded out yes, then, then it could cause yeah could cause problems it could cause accidents yeah so what they do say is you know yeah pop a lock on it yeah so that people can't go up and down however if the tenant does want access to the loft to store their belongings they are allowed access yeah. because they're actually renting the whole of the property of yeah um so what i would advise is you know that's fine i would let them have access but i wouldn't be letting them go up there all the Fair time enough. especially if it isn't boarded out so Definitely. maybe you have it locked yeah and if they're wanting to store stuff you know then they can go open it let them put things in but yeah. keep it locked i would i would suggest and uh, on inventories as well what how do we do them now so we use i know now we use software don't we but yeah. back in back when a long time ago it was just pen and paper it was wasn't paper, it and yeah. up when mm. it was quite yeah. time consuming it was very time consuming but if there's any letting agents listen yeah a lot of the software systems now are fast aren't they and yeah. you can just do them you quickly do them whilst you're there, i'll do them on site yeah all right okay so, as soon as it's complete on site i'll just sign it off and then i just send, I just basically just upload it straight away of course and when you come to do what well, you'll come on to when doing the inspections the checkouts that's a lot easier isn't it from yeah. that point of view yeah. Yeah. so so um some funny what what funny things have we found then in I think I think every landlord has got a funny thing they've found in a in a in a, in a property that they've been looking around. This actually goes for <laughs> sorry this actually jumps ahead and this goes in for inspections and it goes for checkout. But um, I I've listed a few funny things here, which you know we've got to be careful what we say unless people are listening. But I found a, a guide before for uh, herpes and that was actually a, a, a guy that used to work for us a great guy that used to work for us called Lewis and uh, he might listen to this podcast I think he texted me saying he listened to the first two and on his first day we were going around to do inventories and we found a herpes guide and some rings some special rings that sometimes people use in a drawer and that was his first inventory in his first property so I'm sure he'll remember that but yeah, uh, definitely. what have you found Paul <laughs> and keep it, uh, keep it fairly uh, well to, to try and keep it uh, you know low key um you know i've actually come across i've, I've actually come across some um, some used toys um and not not the children's type right yeah that's generally <laughs> the funny stuff that's generally the funny stuff you find isn't it but um more serious stuff you find is of course you do find you find drugs um you sometimes find needles i'm, I'm moving on to inspections and checkouts here actually to be honest i'm jumping ahead um but yeah, drugs, needles, that's why you've got to be careful. And obviously, fleas, we've had fleas yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, that has yeah, happened yeah, quite a few times. Yeah. It's disgusting it when is, it does. It is, yeah. That's what happens when tenants uh, take on pets without us knowing. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, when you go and visit the properties during inspections, you yeah. know, these pets are hidden. So you yeah. can't see them. You can't see them, that's right. But yeah, you've just got to watch things like that. Okay, so um, anything else to cover off on inventories? No, just basically, you know, make sure the house is ready yes. for an inventory. Yeah. It needs to be clean. It needs to be tidy. It needs to have exactly what is is going to be in yeah. there. Basically, <clears throat> if you are leaving furniture in there for um for the purpose of a tenant, but you don't want to maintain it, then yeah. you must make sure it's noted down as non-maintained. Yeah. Otherwise, you would be liable to repair or replace, and that yeah. goes for couches, beds, yes. anything that's anything. in there. If it says non-maintained, yes. then if, if obviously it breaks, then that yeah. means the tenant then has yeah. to replace it. They can that's take right. it with them at the end, yeah. but you know, so it's it's really you know you have to be really specific on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, and um, and so, sorry when you were just touching on non-maintained, so that means that. 
as well. Landlords can leave things yes, as goodwill gestures. Absolutely, that's what yeah. Now, we have it? like a lot of white goods yeah. uh, left. Yeah. Could be by previous tenants, or it yeah. may be just that the landlord's left it, but they've said, look, yeah. I don't want to maintain it. I'm happy to leave it. Fair enough. But that means that I won't, if it breaks, yeah. I won't replace, I won't repair it. Yeah. So we do Fair have enough. a lot, a yeah, lot of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've just got to be careful you do, you do that. And you absolutely. Otherwise, if it's not yeah. stated, you will have to do that. You'll have right. to repair that's them. That's right, yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously, yeah, the final thing, they must sign it, guys. They must absolutely. sign it. If you don't get a signed inventory, photographs on your phone will not work. Not. Not. Um, Right, checkouts. Oh, no, we, sorry, we'll do inspections first because yeah. inspections in between doing the inventory checkouts. Yeah. So let's let's talk inspections. Yeah. So Paul, you are. How do you find our inspections at the moment? Obviously, prior to COVID, that's we'll we'll talk about both. But before COVID, um, inspections generally. Inspections are uh, highly important, especially you know when a tenant's been in and they're building a property. You know you don't know what's going on, so this is the best way for your land for our landlords and. F- for ourselves, you know, to find out, you know, are the tenants looking after the properties? Yeah. Um, we generally do it. Every six months, we usually do inspections. Um, and, and that was obviously up until yeah. lockdown. It yeah. has changed, which we'll speak about yeah. in a minute. But yeah, yeah it's every six months that we usually but it's, do. But it also gives, you know, the landlords peace of mind, you know, because they physically can't see their properties. Yeah. But so it's it's good for us to go in, take the foot necessary photographs, come back, send them, you know, um, create the report and send it off to yeah. the landlord. Yeah. You know, keeps them happy. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we're doing our job. And, and what sort of things are you looking for in inspections? You're just looking if they're keeping it clean and tidy. Clean, tidy. Make sure you know the decor's kept in you know in reasonable order. Okay. You know, things do you know over a period you know wear yeah. wear and tear do yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's also a good a, a good time to introduce yourself. You know, if you haven't already met the tenants, you know, because sometimes I don't meet them myself. You know, with when they're moving in, so it's a good time to introduce myself, asking there's any issues, problems, you know, within the properties. Yeah, um, we have a lot of repairs that are mentioned that people don't mention. They don't, they won't sort of report yeah. them online sometimes. Yeah. So when we go around, Paul asks us if there's any maintenance issues. It's also really important because we do renewals as well. Of course, yeah. So if a landlord wanted to renew after six months, they would like obviously to yeah. see how the property is being kept. Yeah, so that's right. And smoke alarms as well. It's good to, yeah. to check the smoke mm. alarms. Very important, these smoke alarms, especially with the images as well. And, yes. Yeah, and the inspections. Yes. Yeah. Must must have work on on bottom all floors. Okay. And um, what what's the sort of protocol then? Because I'm sure this will happen to a lot of uh, landlords and agents. If you get there and the tenant's actually keeping it untidy, you have got some issues. Will you address it with them there and then, or will you come back and then speak to the landlord and possibly write them a letter? How how do we sort of deal with that? I tend to like to speak to them there and then, um, okay. you know, just explain you know what what I found. You know, there's no point in you know hiding things from anybody. Yeah. You know, it's my job. I've got to come back. I've still got to re- I've still got to contact the landlord. I've still got to send the report to him. Yeah. So it's just as easy for me while I'm there to say, listen, you know, I found this. Let's let's get this addressed. I'll give you so many days. If it depends on depends yeah. on, I'll give them so many days, and then I will return. That's fair enough. Because you can yeah. you can pass or fail them, can't you, That's Paul? Right. So if it's yeah. obviously not yeah. to your standard, then you would fail it. Yeah. And then go back, which yeah. I think it's really good to address it at the time because yeah. if you say to them, oh, "Everything's <clears> okay," yeah. and then you come back and then you report it to the landlord, you know, yeah. they, they could easily come out and say, "But you you didn't tell me that at the time." Yeah, so yeah, yeah, fair enough. And then moving on, obviously, to, to since things have changed this year with COVID, um, we've obviously taken a proactive approach to do 
virtual inspections, haven't we? Yeah. Which I know, you know, arguably is not always bulletproof. No. Neither is a normal inspection. Like half years ago, I remember when, you know, you might get a tenant that says, don't go in that room, Mark, my child's yeah. asleep. And, and you think, well, fair enough, the child might be asleep. Oh, they've got a marijuana farm and then you can't go in. <laughs> yeah. It's not bulletproof, but, you know, yeah. neither virtual inspections. But just talk us through, talk us through them a bit, Paul, what we've been Well, doing. just like you said, Ben, with the COVID, um, you know, we've had, to, we've had to find some other way of entering properties. And this way is virtual. So what happens is we contact the tenants and we ask if we can use their email address and their telephone number on our app and we send that app in the, via an email and they open it their side and all it is is just drop down boxes asking the questions of each room yeah. outside the garden if garage shared yeah. um, and ask them to take photographs of every room Fair enough. Um, and it just basically asks is there any issues, Do yeah. any, you know, any maintenance issues. Yeah. It doesn't go into very you know great massive detail, but at least we still get photographs mm -hmm. of the property. We can yeah. still see what's going on, even though we can't be there physically. Fair enough, yeah. But and landlords, you know, we've had quite a lot of tenants who have actually sent them yeah. back, and they've been good quality photographs. Yeah. Landlords have been happy because they can still see their yeah. properties. That's good. That's really good. good. Response, yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah, it's good that yeah, yeah. and. Um, yeah, and obviously if you've got a tenant that's willing to do that yeah you know then that actually says you know what these, these are actually decent tenants exactly. and, and they're worth it yeah so and it's you, the ones that won't do it the ones you've got to be worried about and isn't you, you kind of know when they come back quite quickly don't <coughs> yeah. you yeah because we sent one and it come back within a few hours um and you think well you yeah. know it's clearly as, as yeah. it should be because yeah. it's come back so quickly yeah, so yeah definitely, it does definitely. definitely um what i wanted to mention on inspections as well which again you know it's all um from like a landlord's point of view and, and, and Gemma actually and Paul might not agree with me on this but what I think sometimes when you've had a long-standing tenant in a property for a lot of years and maybe the property is run down and it's particularly not a tidy clean tenant mm. often um, and they don't look after the property but it's not you know a really bad one but it's you know quite bad as in they don't clean it they don't they don't keep it tidy but the property is a little bit run down as well you know sometimes I've found landlords in the past um, you know heart rules the head so they'll get upset Say this tenant's been in five years and you know they pay the rent on time all the time, but uh, the property is is a bit untidy and a bit 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 um, run down. But the rent's on time. But the the, um, the landlord will often take it time and want the tenant evicted because they're not keeping the clean, property clean and tidy. Mm. And I just think from an investment point of view, you can only trash the property once. Once it's trashed or you know dirty, it's done. So from my point of view, I would often keep them in there because you know despite it being like untidy and and and, and uh, unclean they are paying the rent and deal with it when they move out i know you probably watch I, th it. I think it's, it's, it's yeah. hard because you know you can't or you're not meant to dictate to people exactly how they can live yeah so you know if a tenant has been in there like you say five years yeah. with all due respect they probably have made it's not going to get any no, worse that's what is i mean it's know? not going to so get any worse is it you kind of yeah. have to then think well they are yeah. still paying the rent i yeah. know that once they leave yeah. i am going to have to do something about it yeah. fair enough if you go in and it has been trashed and they've yeah. had you know because windows yeah. smashed and it's anti-sociable behavior that's yeah. a completely different you yeah. know that that's totally yeah. different but if you have had a tenant in there quite some no, time and it, enough, you know yeah. then I, I think you need yeah. to you know because there's money you can put away for yeah. the time when yeah. they do come to, to the, the examples i'm thinking of like just don't, and again it's nothing against you know accidental landlords because you know they haven't planned to become investments but often they're the ones that are a little bit more protective over the properties i've just seen it in the past for example where like you've got a property that's say seven pound a month the tenants look averagely, you know, untidy, but it's not the end of the world. The carpets are a little bit dirty, but it's nothing major. But the landlords, you know, in their words, disgusted 
and um, they end up serving the tenant notice. The tenant moves out, the carpets get cleaned and what have you, and that's 150 quid that comes off the bond. But then it takes another month to rent the property. Mm. So the landlord then loses £700 just because they thought that yeah. the property was being... And it's just, yeah. I guess it's just a bit of a grey area, but I can see can often landlords dive in and be like, yeah. it's terrible, but actually don't mm. see it from a business point of view and actually no. a weekly point of view. I think it's very hard, like you say, accidental landlords when they have lived in the property themselves right, yeah. because... It, it it means something to them and yeah. what what you have to understand is that not everybody is going to look after that house the way that the you way would want, that's right. um, and I think anybody who is going to let out the property if they have lived there they do yeah. need to try and detach themselves right, from yeah. the situation right, because yeah. You know, you've put a lot of work into yeah. into the property, and you know that's understandable. Yeah. But not everybody will look after it. You're that right; way. it will not happen. I mean, I remember just finally before we move on to um um checkouts and disputes um, one um, when it actually moving on to check, it is checkout and dispute this subject where we've had an accidental landlord the tenant had been in five years they paid the rent every month I think it was 9.50 a month for five years the tenant moved out and it needed cleaning a couple of carpets needed cleaning the oven was dirty and the landlord was absolutely disgusted mm. we took it out of the bond it cost about 300 quid to sort out but this landlord was generally like disgusted yeah. But like it was sorted for 300 yeah, quid. The yeah. last tenant had been in five That's years at it. 9.50. It was just yeah, a short sighted, yeah. I think, sometimes. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that is what a deposit is held exactly, for. Exactly, exactly. Um, because, again, you know, you, everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's exactly. standards are different. And yeah. we usually find that, don't we, Paul? We check yeah, out definitely. moving on to them. Cleanliness and gardening are two of the main points, aren't they, that yeah. we find? Definitely, yeah. You know, tenants don't, you know, the same, they like to up and move, you know, they the, the, the don't want to be you know cleaning this and cutting the gardens down they just like to get you know and like get packed up and move on to the next home yeah you know, there is general tenants out there that do you know obviously look after the place you know and they do tidy around but there is the majority that you just they just want to move on um, yeah. and they don't realize you know what they've left behind it's for somebody else to do mm-hmm. yeah and so 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 checkouts obviously we, i know we're t- starting to talk about checkouts now so checkouts then how, how would you deal with them paul do we meet the tenant on site do we do them without the tenant there um, do we go through the inventory with the, the checkout? Generally, even before COVID, um, I think the process would be easier on site without the tenant. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, enough family confrontations. Yeah. Um, you know, I can just get on with doing what I need to do. Um, then I'll write the report up. And if I have any, if there's anything that I find, I will speak to the tenant direct anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll email them and I'll phone them. Okay. Um, so they, they, they'll always know what's going on. Yeah. I'll never keep anything from them. So you're saying do the checkout without the tenant there is yeah. more less confrontational. Yeah. Okay. And they sometimes can try and hide things from you. Yeah. So they take your attention away. Yeah. You from, know, that burn hole yes. on the carpet they've got yeah. to put on. Yeah, and they're standing <laughs> on it. And then they say, oh, you know, have you looked in this room yet? Yeah. So many times that's happened. So now we find that when they're not present, you can just get on and, yeah. and look at everything what you need to. Definitely. So, let's talk about checkout disputes a bit more, uh, Paul. So, obviously, the, the easy ones are the easy ones when the, the, everything's fine, the bond goes back. But the ones you have disputes with, now, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I always re- used to think there was the broken into two categories. One was complete scumbags that completely trash the property and leave it in a wreck. And actually, they're easy to deal with, I don't know if you agree or not, than the ones that are a little bit knowledgeable, a little bit finicky, and have leaved it, left it a little bit okay. But they're expecting the bomb back. Is that and a little bit argumentative at the same time? It can be, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's been quite a few of, of late. Um, you know, tenants have left. Properties have been, you know, in in a okay or in a okay state. 
but you know um, once you've sent that once you've sent that off to the landlord you know it's their decision yeah so they'll come back and say well we'll still advise them what we absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know they want the oven re-cleaned the, you know they want the carpets cleaned because the They've had pets, and yeah. obviously with the pet claws, yeah, you know, they were meant, they're meant to have been cleaned. Fair enough. It's things like that, but generally, you know, things do go smooth. But you do get those, you know, those awkward one moments yeah. where you have to, you've got the dispute, um, and this is where, you know, your, your inventories come into play. Yeah. So is it a bit of a negotiation then, fair to say, when when there's a little bit of a dispute? Before we're not talking DPS yet. No. So we're talking about the process I normally do is um, I'll write up my report. I will send it off to the to the landlord. I will send off to the tenant. But I will liaise between both. Okay. I'll ask the landlord his his um you know his plans with towards the the deposit, uh, and if they want to charge say three hundred pound, yeah, I'll phone the tenant and say listen, I'll break it down. The landlord wants to charge three hundred pound for this 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 and this. Um, are you happy for me to proceed? And they say no. What are you happy with? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What can we get into an agreement with? They sometimes they'll come back and say well I agree with you know the claim I agree with the cougar I don't agree with everything else. Mm. I'll agree to two hundred pound. So then I'll go back to the landlord and say, "Listen, we don't want to go to dispute because that's you know it's, it's really it's a lo- it's a long lengthy process. There's a lot of you know there's a lot of time to go that goes into it. Yeah. Um. You know, not all cases are won. Yeah. Uh, you know, they do generally side with the tenant. Absolutely. So it's it's a it's my it's my call. I'll say, "Listen, but let's let's try and settle this." between Fair us enough. Before, yeah. before we go to dispute and 9 times out of 10 you know they are in agreement and so we don't actually have Gemma many that go to dispute not at the moment because Paul is really good really? at doing this he is fantastic at a doing negotiator. it honestly I mean you know before Paul started with the role there was a lot of disputes and disputes are very very hard to win really hard to win yeah with the DPS absolutely yeah, I've never seen yeah just, they take weeks you yeah. have to have so much evidence yeah and it's the time um, to lose absolutely I mean we put so much time into it we have to send loads of documents over you have to prove when it was last decorated if you're looking for decoration so it, it, it is a long process he's fantastic Paul at just liaising with them both yeah. and saying to the landlord look you know they don't agree with this but you, you're yeah. probably not going to win this yeah. so just take the amount he's really good with that so yeah that that is um we're not having as many disputes since since paul's come very good i think it's a, it's better that way though you yeah. know, and at least you know the, the tenant feels happy the landlord feels happy yeah and you're you know you're happy that you've done your Absolutely. job and then you're not dragging out no. the lengthy dps process because no. if they dis- dispute it all the, yeah. the full amount that you're not going to get back that's the pro- that's yeah. the thing you know they could be arguing over a hundred pounds yeah. but they'll end up losing the whole claim yeah because then yeah. the tenants will say well if, if, if the landlord doesn't agree to this I don't agree to any of it and then you've got a whole dispute on your hands for everything else um, so just talk me through remind me when so say you've got a dispute on a carpet um, and the landlord requires a brand new carpet the tenant's been in a couple of years it doesn't mean the tenant's going to have to pay for a new no, cab, does it? How does that work? Left life expectancy, is it? What we generally generally find is, we'll go back to the landlord, we need to know the date the carpet was bought, the receipt for the carpet, okay. how much the carpet was yeah. paid. This could be anything, this could be decorated. Could, could, could be anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is why you know it's, it's great for landlords to keep keep a portfolio, yeah. you know, keep, keep, keep receipts, you yeah. Know, yeah. Never, never throw anything away because one day they will come in early. Yeah. Again, like for carpets, to a day. Um, we'll find we will go back to the tenant. We'll go back to the landlord, and they will agree a half split between yeah. between the two yeah. over a co- over the over the carpet because yeah. you can't really charge the tenant, you know, one hundred percent of the carpet if it's not really their fault. Yeah, it's depreciation. Car- it goes down to wear and tear as well. Yeah. So. yeah. 
And uh, I've seen instances where with the DPS, where we've actually gone and asked for a percentage of the cost. One in particular that I remember was like a carpet burn and it was in the middle of a carpet and the dispute, the adjudicator actually said, I'm not awarding you anything, you can put a rug over it to cover it. Wow. And you cannot that's unbelievable, once their it? decision like that that's final, that's you cannot go back. So yeah. I've I've had a few So, so landlords let the agents if you're listening, avoid the DPS or sorry, the TDS or any dispute it's, it's, where possible. It's disputes, not worth it. yeah. Any disputes if yeah. you can try and you know, come to an arrangement, it's all about as it always is, talking to the tenants. Totally, yeah talking to them explaining the situation and trying to come yeah. to some sort and not, of not going you can't fall, have the full not, amount you, you but, but no, sorry not even falling out with each other because no. you're better playing the devil best of devil you know isn't it and not yeah. going Absolutely. lock arms with them because no. it just doesn't get it, anywhere it, it really doesn't the main thing with tenants and landlords as well is it's keeping up to date you yeah. know communication yes. yeah. yes. so, you know, if, yeah. if you're talking to them all the time you know then you're not leaving them out of the loop and, yeah. and they're happy yeah. okay. yeah. And if you've got a good inventory from the start, and that they, you know, That's right. then they can. You can always go back to that. One thing I, another example I always think of. Sometimes when you have to come to an agreement negotiation. So basically, an example is I remember one years ago where the tenant had dropped the aftershave bottle onto the sink and it chipped the sink, mm. such a small yeah. chip. So it wasn't like you wouldn't warrant changing the full no. sink. But at the end of the day, the landlord needs to be compensated. So mm. that was so something, you know, maybe maybe the landlord doesn't understand the system thoroughly, you know, yeah. altogether. Yeah. Might say, you know, I want a brand new sink, yeah. but he's mm. never going to win that at the DPS. So negotiations, look, there's, you know, £40, £50, yeah. which I know is not a great a lot, but towards the chip. Yeah. And I remember, like, sometimes the things like that you have got to. You have to, you have even to though, you know, it's not something that you may believe in as, as a landlord yourself, but unfortunately, yeah. it will be decided for you that's what the disputes are there for yeah yeah okay just to finish then guys what are our top tips for inventories quality photographs landscape always making sure the property is ready as i say for yeah. for the inventory okay making sure the smoke alarms are working definitely smoke yeah. alarms make sure you're detailed write, write everything down signed brilliant okay what about inspections again same process you know, it's a, it's a, it's about talking to the tenant, talking to the landlord, so that everybody can see what's going on within the property, keeping everybody happy. Okay. Making sure we're checking if they've got pets when checking you go around. Pets, if yeah, they've got pets, you need to ask them if they've got permission for pets. Definitely. If they've, you know, ask them if they've decorated lately as well. Yeah. That's another good one. Again, checking the smoke alarms. Yeah. You know, you know okay. batteries do die, so you know you need to keep an eye on them. Yeah. Okay. And check out. Yeah. Check out again. It's same process. You, you need you need to make sure you you know you're taking photographs of everything when you walk yeah. in. You know, don't leave anything un, nothing unturned. Yeah. And then you compare the inventory to check the checkout. The inventory from when now with that software in. we use, just jumping in there, yeah. it actually pulls both reports. It does, yeah. yeah. Which is so you, so you can actually that. take the photograph from the lounge and compare it to the live yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is very yeah, good. Yeah. Another thing that people do miss as well is the bins. The bins oh, need yeah. to make sure the bins are empty. Because yeah. if you forget that and the yeah. new tenant moves in, <laughs> yeah. that oh, is it. Honestly, it's it's the one that yeah comes across quite often. Yeah. So the bins is yeah. checking the bins. Yeah. Um, definitely and the other one was avoid, avoid dispute avoid. at all costs negotiate negotiate as best yes. as you can at all costs absolutely. I think that's the main one definitely absolutely um, yeah. so it's all on your people skills isn't it guys so yes. if, you're, if you're an angry landlord <laughs> or an angry letting agent then don't fall out with the tenant because yeah. it's just going to cost you later on which is like most things I guess yeah absolutely in life 
So, right, that's a wrap for our third one. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for listening. And our next one um, in two weeks' time is going to be on investments. So we'll have a few special guests for that. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.